Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Hey everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the Morning, 15 Minutes to Change Your Life. Very exciting journey we're going to go on. Um, okay, so basically, just a little bit of a preface before we start. A few ideas about this moment and in general about Basilagani. So whoever doesn't know, whoever's going to see this, you know, on the recording, it's basically the before the Peter passed away, he gave out a moment to be to be learned on the yard site of his his mother Rivka, his great great his grandmother. And and he gave it out to be launched on Yutzvat, and on Yutzvat he actually passed away. But he gave up the, a series of memorandum, I think it was like four, yeah, I think four memorandum to be learned in, in subsequent like occasions. There was a Chav Gimel Shvat, I think, it was like Purim, and this for the Rebbe Shab Jaretite. And it, it comprised altogether like, it was like a Hemshech, 20 chapters. And yeah, and that was and that was the so it's them. So we call it Maimon Basilagani, but it it consists of these twenty chapters. What happened was every year. So then the Rebbe, when he became Rebbe, he became Rebbe a year later on Yudshvat by the Ferengin. They made a Ferengin. He became Rebbe. How did he become Rebbe? Because he said a Maimon. This Maimon that we're learning is the Maimon that he said, and that's like taking upon himself to become the leader of of seventh generation, our generation. And so every year, the Rebbe would, would basically analyze one of the chapters of the Maimon. Let's like this year, the Chassidim around the world, we're going to be learning if you need base, I remember now. And so they focus on that chapter and also the, the Rebbe that went over it. So it's a 20 year cycle because it's 20 chapters. So in like 1970, the Rebbe finished the cycle. In 71, he went back over it again and he continued again. And that's essential, and, and so that's how it goes. So in this mimer, being that it's the first mimer, so therefore he's analyzing the first chapter. And so what the rebel, and that's essentially the the basic mimer. And really the rebel, and, and, and so it's not just a, a very deep mimerim, but it's not just like a philosophical discussions, which it is. But it's therefore the practical. Like to really bring out, and this is sort of the beauty of the mind, that on one hand we talk philosophically, we're talking about these deep concepts, but, but we're talking about it to, sh- to prove this powerful point of, of what we're here for. And the mind is sort of the mission statement of our generation, and it's a very beautiful one. A few of the points that we're going to talk about, what's also very interesting in this mind, unlike a, a, a typical mind, a typical mind, it's like there's a question, there's some in, in stuff we'll learn, and there's an answer, and then it goes through this. In this process it's one theme one idea whereas in here we're, we're sort of learning the feeding curve is like analyzing it so the Rebbe will take different ideas and there will discuss it what does that mean when the feeding curve says this let's understand this and he'll take a few central points one of them is that we're going to learn with how long today is what does it mean that uh the main shrinos, so we're going to say what is the main shrinos, and then we're going to discuss what is the main and then the Fidikov says in the mind about the call and all seven are cherished. 
So we're going to discuss what does that mean? And we're going to go, you know, through these different, these different themes. And all tying, they're all tied together to the main point of that. We are the seventh generation. And, and this is the mission statement of our generation to bring Mashiach. And it depends on all of us. But it, it's through analyzing different aspects. So you sort of go to different places. And it's, it's, it's a very interesting experience. And hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as I did. And with that, we should start. Okay. So in this book, it's page 22. You can find it in this, the original. Pahasis may have made an English printing of it. Or you can find it in you know, the Hebrew version, wherever you find it. This is how the Rebbe started the Maimon. Also, it's an, an interesting fact that when the Rebbe said the Maimon, between each like paragraph, he stopped and they sung a nigun. And maybe at a certain point, when like after going through this a little bit, you should go find on on, on Fadarog, you listen to the original Maimon. You can hear it. You can listen to it. And you'll maybe get a sense of what's going on, even though it's in Yiddish. Okay. This is how the Rebbe started the Maimon. And the Rebbe read this actually from inside the, the pamphlet of the, the original Maimah of the Fidik Rebbe. Because the first part of this Maimah, the Rebbe is quoting from the Fidik Rebbe's Maimah. Because of Chakmach Admir, the Fidik Rebbe writes, in the Maimah, to the day of his passing, Yud Shvat, Tavshin Yud, 10th of Shvat, 1950. And this is what the Fidik Rebbe writes, Sorry, I've come to my garden, my sister, my bride. So this is a quote from Shir Hashem. Shir Hashem is a, is a, is a book of, of about like a love between us and Hashem. Really, it's bride and groom, but it's referencing, referencing to us and Hashem. And it says over there, I've come to Lagani, to my garden. My sister and my wife, my bride, which is two levels of, of love. And, and so the Medrash explains this in Medrash Rabbah, and the Medrash explains the Mekoymei in its place in the Medrash, Lagan in Ksiv Khan El Lagani. So the Medrash says like this, he asks, asks a question. It says, I've come to my garden. It didn't say I come to the garden, I come to my garden. What does it mean if I come to my garden? So what does the Medrash explain? Lugnuni. What does it mean to my garden? It means to my Gnuni, my bridal chamber. What's a bridal chamber? So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a place where the husband and wife go. It's a very special secluded private area that it's not just a public you know it's not a, it's not a public garden you know it's not the botanical gardens Brooklyn botanical gardens it's it's a private very private secluded place that, that only a husband and wife go and that's what Hashem is saying I've come to my garden to my bridal chamber my my sister my bride and talking about the love of the Jewish people with Hashem coming in a very close very real very intimate way and so where was this this was where it was in the beginning, the original, meaning that this idea was that the main shechina of Hashem, which we're going to discuss later what that means, the shechina, but the shechina of Hashem, meaning essentially God's presence in this world was, was here. By Adam and Chava, Hashem was revealed in this world in a very real, very tangible way. The, the Hashem himself. And this is until here is the Lashen of the Medrash. I understand what it means. The main shechina. So we said, because we said the main shechina was down here. What does it mean? The main shechina. Hine perish. The perish shechina. When we say shechina, 
Why is it called Shechina? What is the, 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 the term Shechina? Because it's Shechina, it's enclosed, and it dwells. Shechina, it dwells and it encloses. The Shechina is something that encloses itself, meaning that I've dwelt within them. That Hashem encloses himself in this world, that he brings us this world and reveals himself in a way that it's a very real way. But where's it coming from? Where's this Shechina? When we say Shechina, where's it coming from? And this is sort of, like I said to you in the beginning, that there's, we, we discuss deep, like, in a certain sense, it's, it's very philosophical, but it's to appreciate what's really happening. You know, it's like, it's like LaMarshall, you take a car. So some can say, a car, yeah, it's a car. You put, press the accelerator and it goes, you turn the steering wheel and it turns, you press the brakes and it stops, and you turn it on, that's what a car is. But someone can come and, and, and teach you how a car runs and how it works, and when things and how these things happen and how you know how the engine runs and things like that, it gives us a deeper appreciation. And this is sort of what we're doing here. But we're, we're giving ourselves a real understanding, which will help us give a deep appreciation of what's actually the purpose of why we're here. And and why this is important in to learn in specifically in general, it's important in because it's a mind But in general, it's important to learn because, because this is teaching us our mission in our life, why we're here. Why us specifically us. Versus the generation of the Chassidim by the Friedrich Rebbe and before him are very different and, and what we're meant to be doing. So who raises this Galus ain't safe? So the Shechina is saying, Altrab explains, it's the beginning of the revelation of God's infinite light. So as we know in Kabbalah, explains, and as, as we, we know from Chassidus, that there's different levels of how, how God manifests. And, and to get from godliness to a created existence and our physical world, which is feeling totally separated from godliness and don't, don't recognize even to the extent you don't recognize godliness very hard there's a lot of steps after to go in the process so what we're saying is that this so when we say what does it mean that the the that the main shechina was below does that mean god himself or a revelation of god a manifestation of god is it god the way he expresses himself in axillus or is it god the way he expresses himself in a world higher than this and this is an important point as we say, like me, meaning there's different ways of I exp me expressing myself. And I can come and I play with my child. And I can be like half-heartedly playing and, you know, on my phone playing. And that's sort of, you could say that's God, you know, like in, in the world of Atsilas. Or I can be my full essence playing my child and being totally sensitive to them and being there, which could be God's essence. So the question is, when we say that God's essence was down here, what level of godliness are we talking about? Because does he, does he really care? Meaning, is he really care or is he on his phone type of care? And that's what we're discussing. The fact that we say the beginning of the revelation of the infinite light, which is called Shechina, what we're saying is, when we say that the, the main Shechina was in this world, that godliness was revealed in this world, what level of godliness? Not level of godliness, it's an Atsilus. Atsilus is a world that's totally godly, but it's a world, it's a separate being from God himself. It's the way there's, there's, there's God himself, and then there's the, the way it came through the whole process. to start now, Atsilus, in, in relation to us, is the highest of high. But Atsilus, in relation to godliness, to God himself, is, is, much, is, a, is a lower level. So trying to understand what level of godliness is manifest in the world. 
And that's what the Rebbe is saying. He's saying the Ikishchino is not, is, is, is way above Atzillus. And, and, and again, like the way that, to understand this is like within ourselves, we have different levels within us and different modes of expression. And, and the way we treat different people is different. And, and the, the comfortability they have with different people is, is different. And yet when you're at home, you act in a certain way. And when you're at, you know, in a, in a formal fancy dinner party, you act in a different way. And, and when we're saying godliness is coming down here, and, and so what level of us are be, is being revealed? Oh, sorry, what level of godliness is being revealed? So therefore, we t- when we say shechinat, even bet- before the light, those before the tzimtzum, so as, as we know that before Hashem decides to create the world, in order to get, like we said before, to get from godliness to physical world, there's a lot of steps that have to, have to go through this process. It's, besides the fact you have the four worlds of Atzillus, Biritir, and Siyam, which, which is a whole chain like the sun in itself. But even way before that, you have, you have the, the symptom, which is that in the beginning, God, when God decided the first thoughts of the science to create a world, it was even before the, even the decision to create a world. First thing he had to do was, was, was make a siluk, sort of speak, remove, make a place that's void so you can sort of put into that world. To actually to bring about our physical world. So what we're saying is, and when we talk about Shechina, so the Shechina is higher than Atzilus, and, and so the known process is you have that Siluk, that removal, and then you have this empty space, and then they make this sort of, it's like called a Kav, it's like a line, that the little drop of Golanus gets put in, and, and that begins the creation of Atzilus, and then Bria Tiranesia, and our, our physical world. So you can imagine that when we talk about Golanus, you sort of outside of this empty place and then what he's putting into the empty place is this little drop of an idea of, of godliness and that drop of godliness creates that tzillus which tzillus is a world in is the world that's totally connected to godliness which for us and tzillus is like you can't even imagine and then it goes down and down and down and more descent and less godliness and less full of godliness to get our physical world and what we're saying is that when we say the shechina was down below it wasn't the shechina as it was in tzillus which is the beginning from that line that we talked about, that's from the beginning of that line. But it's something that tells even before Hashem removed, made that empty space, that level of godliness is the one what, what, what is manifest into this physical. That's the Shekhinah, which is an amazing idea. Because the beginning of a revelation is from the infinite light that's before the symptom. Another thing interesting in this moment is a few times the Rebbe will quote all the Rebbeim. And also, also if you find some things a little bit difficult, don't worry because there's, there's easier parts and there's simpler parts. But, but, but this is a beautiful thing because if you, if you learn it, you understand it, you appreciate it. When we say, when we, I was talking about this, I'm talking about this a lot in the memorandum that we've been learning, that, that Chassidus is trying to make God three-dimensional. God is not just is God, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Holy One, blessed be He. What does that mean? And 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 Chassidus talks about godliness and different levels of godliness to give you an appreciation of what that really means. And so we're saying the the main shechina was down here. Yes, God was down here. So let's understand this. There's a level of godliness that is the, that that is the beginning. You know, before the creation, before even the idea of creation. And, and Atzilus, what is Atzilus? That Atzilus is is a world that is totally godliness. But what we're talking about is that the main shechina is down here. It's not even Atzilus. Way before Atzilus, even before the idea of creation in the world, 
That's where God is by himself totally. Over there is, is what it was, from that level is what's coming down into our physical world. Which, what, that's what happens. So trying to give us, a, you know, a real, uh, real good picture of it. And like that, like the, the Mitzler Rebbe says, like he writes, Ki because the ray of that kav, of that line that we talked about, so he's saying that the, the ray of the kav in, in regards to God's essence of the essence of the infinite light is called shechina, which is seemingly to contradict what we're just saying. We're saying shechina is before the symptom, and now we're saying the shechina is way in the middle of writing that the that the, the shechina is way below this. So the rabbi answers because Shechina, it's like a famous answer that it all depends on where you're talking about. Because a lot of worlds, a lot of, a lot of things in, in, in Kabbalah, it's all dependent on where, from which perspective. So Shechina, from one perspective, is what the Midrash writes. And from a different, different perspective, is what the Altar writes. Because is in every place according to its, its level. I realize we're getting late, so we're going to have to stop here. And we'll continue tomorrow. But, but uh, yeah, I hope you'll continue to join me on this trip, on this journey. It'll be probably two or three weeks. And uh, you'll, I'm sure you will not regret joining. Have a great day.